Okay, but like, hear me out. What? Subaru should rebrand to Hockenheim because I think it would get more sales for them in Europe, which I know they've been struggling with. Why do we care about Europe? Oh, yeah, I forgot you hate them now. Yeah, anyway, uh, I can't breathe because the air is attacking my face. Yeah, it does that sometimes. Anyways, I am Scoop. That's can't breathe. Uh, today is Sunday the 11th, but you're probably listening to this on Monday the 12th. Happy holidays. What? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know when holidays are till two days before, so it doesn't really help. Okay. Uh, we're almost halfway through July. That's just not okay. Yeah. Because halfway through June was... Yesterday. Yeah. Speaking of halfway through June, Bugatti. Uh, Bugatti has has a new uh, owner kind of thing, also known as Rimac. Uh, this so is something we've been hinting at for a while, huh? The Bugatti Rimac merger has finally happened. Uh, Rimac now has a fifty five percent stake in Bugatti. Porsche will be keeping hold of the other 45% just to make sure there's no funny business. But, uh. Competing with Porsche? Yeah, well, I mean, also, if you consider that Porsche owns, what, like 30% of Rimac? Yeah. I think it kind of evens out. It evens out in Porsche's in control. Yeah, but also, they're kind of making it look like Rimac is, because I think they just want it to not be under Bugatti. I mean, under Volkswagen. Because Volkswagen was being mean to Bugatti. Well, Volkswagen is just falling apart. Yeah. Anyway, that's how they most. Of, they, that's how they are most of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Anyway, uh, I, I th- that's really it, to be honest. Um, Wait, well, not it. there is one more thing. Say. Bugatti uh, will be having in. in uh, either a hybrid or an electric car come out in the next few years. <gasps> and it won't be just a copy-paste of a Rimac. <gasps> so, yeah. It'll have four doors. Maybe. Although, I, I am very excited for this because Bugatti has been kind of hinting at for a while that they want to make more than just the ballistic top-of-the-line car that they've been kind of limited to due to um, all these uh, problems with other companies. They wanted to make... A luxury four-door car, like all sort of Rolls-Royce competitor, but they were blocked by Bentley for that one. They wanted to make like a proper Grand Tour, but they were blocked by Bentley for that one. And they wanted to make a more affordable rear-engine sports car, which they're still blocked by Porsche for that one. I don't think Porsche will stop them, though. Yeah, but also I lied about that last one. <laughs> yeah, because Porsche doesn't make affordable rear-engine ones. But also, no, well, Bugatti would never make anything affordable. Yes. Yeah. It's just that the Grand Tour and the uh, four-door car they wanted to make would be more affordable. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm saying four-door. I meant Grand Coupe. Okay, now be quiet. Go to the Lotus. All right, so I'm going to start talking again, but I'm going to talk about the Lotus Amira. Now, this is Lotus's final nod to the combustion engine and it is not really they're not calling it this but in reality it's kind of the successor to the exige the avara and the elise all simultaneously despite being the heaviest lotus ever made at 1.4 tons which is 
still it, it it's up there but it's still probably the lightest of the heaviest cars from car companies yeah uh, and I think GMC might give it a run for its money anyways yeah no <laughs> they're sticking with the uh, same supercharged Toyota based uh, 3.5 liter V6 that you might find in the Avora or the Exige but of course tuned up for this new body that is heavier uh, which to me immediately says it won't be reliable but you know well it's a lotus shut up <laughs> so <laughs> I mean what did you expect I expected nothing less good there and like I said this is their last uh, combustion car and in nature electric cars are more reliable so because unless they have Tesla, less things to break. Unless you're Tesla. Yeah, unless you're Tesla. In which then case, you're they somehow still more unreliable than literally like, a, most other cars. There's yeah, like except three for companies: it was Volvo, Jaguar, and Land Rover that are under. Yep. Yeah, that sounds uh, about right. Or Alpha, Volvo or Alpha. They like they it was Volvo because Alpha's up the game, but ah, are is that true? Or are you just saying that? I think it is. Like I, I I do think that's the truth. Yeah, but I don't know if it was Volvo. I just know it wasn't the Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have not uh, announced anything like uh, they've. They're going to still release some more uh, specs about the car as we go along. Um, uh, for one, it was a uh, brake size that they they didn't release right <coughs> away, but I saw the CarWow video and they look massive. Um. And one more thing that they've confirmed is the steering assistance will be hydraulic, not electric, which I've been told is good for sports cars because it helps you not crash. Uh, it helps you feel things through the steering wheel because you get less feedback through an electronic steering setup yeah. than through a power steering setup. Oh, I didn't. I'm uh, two more things to mention about this car. First of all, um, a first round of testing went over at Goodwood. Happened at Goodwood. Uh, featuring your two favorite car guys, uh, Formula One world champion uh, Jensen Button and famous uh, <laughs> Arabian YouTuber Shmi. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I I just I, I just love Shmi specifically. Watching him just be the happy pink shorts white guy bidding in like Saudi Arabia on like multi-million dollar cars. That's what you do when you're way out of place. Anyway. Uh, uh, one more thing about this car is uh, the prices will go higher but the base edition is going to cost it's going to start around $60,000 which is pretty good if you ask me. Yeah that's not bad. That's pretty Except sweet. you're going to end up spending $100,000 making sure it runs. You'll get a good year out of it. Uh -huh, not even. <laughs> you got the warranty. Does Lotus offer warranty in any of I doubt it. They would probably go bankrupt if they did. Uh, Alright. Well, speaking of feeling things through your steering wheel. Uh, BMW. The, the 2 Series, the new 2022 2 Series has been revealed. Uh, we, well, at least the, the, the regular ones. We haven't seen the M2 yet. But the uh, the BMW 230i and the M240i have been revealed. Uh, good news starting. It doesn't have the big stupid grill from the 4 Series. It's not long. It's wide. Well, that's just how 2 Series are. Uh, it actually looks pretty good in my opinion. I don't know about yours. Um, 
my only real complaint is the picture I saw the the headlights and the grill the lines to me don't exactly match up in that one specific area but the rest of it is fine you know there is there is a there is a slight speculation about that some Uh, people think because if you look at the lines on the front of the two series and the grill from the four series they match up so some people think they were really thinking about putting that grill on there and at the last minute they said no we can't (laughs) i would have loved it (coughs) i i i don't think it would have been good for them but i would have been laughing hysterically at peter yeah anyway uh some bad news it does not come in manual transmission the last generation did does so, that include yeah. the M2? Yeah, the M2. Uh, I don't know. We ha- we haven't no. We don't know oh, anything about two forty i. Yeah. Uh, the M2 will be revealed probably next year because it's the twenty twenty three model year is when they're changing the M2. Ah. So, for now, the old M2 will still be there for you to buy in manual transmission, but. Uh, so buy them now. <laughs> Yes, actually, but the M2 is a really good car, so if you want one, go buy one anyway. Uh, but besides that, the M240i, which is the flagship spec non-M car, and I say non-M despite they put an M in the front, because it's not an M. Anyway. <laughs> it's not an M exclusive car. What, what it means is it's faster, but not fastest. Yeah, I don't know why they do this anymore. It makes no sense. Anyway, it's got 384 horsepower, turbo straight six, which is always good. Uh, does zero to 60 in 4.1 seconds, and the at least the top of the line spec will only come in all-wheel drive, with an eight-speed Steptronic automatic dual clutch transmission. So pretty fun stuff. Uh, the 230i, honestly, we don't know much about because. Legitimately, the only marketing information I saw about it involved a picture for a 220i, even though they say the 230i is the base. So I was so confused that I gave up in finding information. Nice. Uh, anything to add? You mentioned the purple. Uh, it looks cool in purple because that's the color they they showed it off in. It with. Yeah, right. I actually like purple though, so that's good. Speaking of purple. Uh, I just talked about a Geely company that I was pleased with, which was Lotus. Now I'm going to talk about one whose reputation has been tarnished for me uh, recently. Uh, So Volvo, once upon a time, I was a uh, not big Volvo fan. I definitely like some of their competitors, such as Jaguar or Alpha, a bit better. But those are their recent competitors anyways. But... Volvo, with the exception of, well, I forget what it's called, I think it's like sports spec uh, versions, are discontinuing the V60 and V90 cars. Which, for those who don't know, the Vs are their wagons. Now, at first, I was like, this is really concerning. Let me check their lineup. Ah, those are the last classic wagons they have. Now, I am one of those people that believes that some car companies are simply meant to make one type of car, and especially applies to wagons. I think it's the only thing Audi makes good of, 
and uh, Subaru, they make other good cars, but they're also pretty good at wagons. Volvo is one of those companies that I thought were really good at wagon making, and in also they were legitimately leader, leaders in safety since forever, but I don't care much about that one. Uh, now, safety is separate from reliability, though. <laughs> yes, I found that out the hard way. I used to associate them, and I used to think Volvo was reliable, but uh. no. Uh, so, yeah, uh, with the coming of this new information that Volvo's uh, t uh, real wagons are going away, obviously you still have the fancy, sporty, lifted ones, but uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't count them. Some people like those. They like them, but I'm not even saying that they're bad. I'm just not really, I'm just saying that they're not really wagons. You're not wrong. You're kind of crossing into SUV territory at that point. Uh, but anyways, I am thoroughly disappointed with Volvo because they made some of the best wagons in the known universe. Uh, such as the 240, and there was another one. <laughs> this I should have looked that up. They're, they had a really cool racing one from the 90s that was like it's universally loved. It, was, it ended in 50, I remember that. I think it was the 950. I was like, I thought there was a 7 in it. I don't know. I don't know. If it did end in a 50. There's a there really was cool one from the 90s that was universally loved. But yeah, Volvo has left me disappointed. But also, even more so, there people are buying Volvos because that probably means that no one's buying the wagons. Anyway. Uh, so speaking of no one's buying, here's a car that everyone should buy. Ah, yeah, the Lamborghini Aventador. Uh, you're funny. Anyway, the Lam there is a new version of the Lamborghini Aventador, and this house will again. be the last version of the Lamborghini Aventador. And when I say that, I mean it. There's not another one coming. This is the Lamborghini Aventador LP 780-4 Ultime, which means... Uh, finale or now, ultimate. Now, personally, I was a big fan basically. of the Aventador LP743, so I'm very excited for this car. <laughs> it wasn't... Okay. <laughs> there wasn't a car called that. I know. I know. But they made a lot of Aventadors. Anyway, uh, they're going to make 350 coupes and 250 roadsters. This is going to have 709, uh, 769 horsepower. Nice. Uh, uh, the most powerful Aventador yet, with just beating out the SVJ by 10 horsepower. Uh, it will come with stock carbon ceramic brakes. Just for me. Uh, yeah, because, you know, you like that braking power. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that way all your cars break? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. That's not what happened to the Saturn. It was just what was about to happen to the Saturn. Should the engine keep living on? Yeah. My brakes would have broken. Uh, yeah, it's the fastest Aventador yet. It's also the last, so get them while you can. You probably can't. Anyway, that's pretty much it. So, speaking of Porsche, they're probably real proud of this deal that they did uh, with uh, uh, Rimac and Bugatti. So, to celebrate... Uh, they uh, had their take hunts uh, no longer have electric, no longer have power. This is such a weird way to put this. Uh, 
So essentially, a technical issue uh, has called pretty much all, or 43,000 Taycons, to be recalled uh, due to a software issue that causes a loss of power. Uh, it had something to do with the battery, but I don't understand technical stuff. But know that there is an update out. It's like a temporary fix, but you should go to your dealer if you own one uh, to get it fixed. Yeah. Properly. I think the update was only like a kind of fix. I don't even know. Anyway. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah, Porsche did a thingy. You know who else did a thingy? <laughs> I don't even know what company this was. I'm not, I don't want so, to shout them out. I don't somebody made a body kit for the Toyota Venza okay. that makes it look like a Lamborghini Urus. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's disgusting. It is. I saw it, and it did not look okay. That's that's uh, all we have to say about that. Yeah. You know who you are, is what I will say for that. And you should, like, close your company and go to med school. <laughs> Do something else with your time. Dodge! Dodge. <laughs> so, speaking of med school, uh, Dodge has... <laughs> What? I don't know. Speaking of med school, Dodge, everyone knows as the horsepower, high-revving, coal-rolling uh, goobers of America. But they asked the question, why should Dodge make an electric car? Now, Dodge has said on their Instagram, I saw it when it came out, that they are going to make an electric car. We have very vague pictures that could mean a lot of things of, like, outlines of the car. And, uh, we have only three things confirmed, but I still think that this is a talking point. One, uh, because of the platform, uh, they will be using, it is estimated to be about 500 miles of range. Two, estimated time of coming out 2024, which is never, uh, and three, and my personal favorite, they're using the old Dodge logo from the 1950s and 60s, which is the three-sided star, but, like, made up of three three-sided stars, if that makes any sense. Just look up old Dodge logo. It's weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, again, literally no information now, but I am still hyped, and I still want one. Yeah. And uh, if they open orders today without any new information, I would get my dad's credit card. <laughs> so, uh, GM did a thing. It's Uh-oh. not like it really matters, though. They just discontinued the CD player in all of their passenger vehicles for the 2022 model year. No. Oh, no. no what am no. I going to do with my collection of CDs and my brand new Chevy <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't even you know, know why we put this on here. dude who's going to buy a new Chevy and then is going to manually install a CD player somewhere. You know who's one who I could totally see doing that? Your father. <laughs> and you know, my dad hasn't played a CD in about I'm not saying, five years. I'm not saying he would do that. I'm saying he seems like the kind of person. You're not wrong. <laughs> Except it would probably be like a tape player. <laughs> That's fair. Anyway. Uh, Hertz. Hertz, as you know, is the company that uh, COVID uh, tried to kill. But Hertz has come out victorious. They have exited bankruptcy. 
they had to sell off around 200,000 of its 650,000 vehicles. Uh, I wrote some more stuff, but it basically equates to their stock prices are back up. I think it was like $2 a share to now $9 a share. Yeah. Yep. That was, uh, <coughs> all we had. Now I have to go 